0: All right, on this garlic marketing show, we're going to talk about how one agency helped an RV rental company grow 146% year over year. Um, We'll talk about the cost of doing it yourself, the big problems people have, the biggest mistakes made in RV website design, the biggest issues in modern digital marketing for RVs and for everyone, um, and the one place you shouldn't be investing right now for your RV rental company. Luke, all in from our town. Thanks for being on the Garlic Marketing Show.
1: All right, great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: And uh, don't forget this is brought to you by videocasestory.com. We'll talk about Luke's uh, uh, case story in this, but video case stories are the best ways to showcase your business. Learn how to collect, craft, and deliver them at videocasestory.com. All right, let's get started. Before we get into how you've some of the companies you've helped grow through RV marketing, which I think is super cool, let's just talk a little bit real quick about our town.
1: Yeah. So our town's a performance marketing agency that, uh, I founded in 2013. So we're, uh, in July here, we'll be nine years old going into our 10th year of business, uh, founded it on, uh, uh the excitement around, uh, marketing, becoming a much more measurable discipline, uh, kind of, uh, you know, few years into digital becoming such a force for driving businesses forward, um, I personally got really excited. I mean, I've got four parents, two of them are chartered accountants, uh, one's an entrepreneur, the other one sold radio for one of the richest men in Canada, Jimmy Patterson. So I, 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 I think of the, the agency as a reflection of a bit of my upbringing, like matching dreams with reality sales and marketing with finance and accounting. Uh, our towns uh, all about KPIs, being a service to revenue and helping our customers uh, not only grow but grow. Oftentimes, it's grow profitably, and and uh, it's an exciting time, particularly in this economy, because people seem to care a lot more about profits these days. So it's uh, <laughs> sort of always been our core, always been our core strength and our philosophy here. So um, yeah, uh, you know, pandemic's been a boom time for a lot of digital agencies, and now. Uh, and now the P word profits is coming back to the forefront uh, of everyone's minds. Um, so it's a good time to be in this space and um, yeah, it's a bit about us. So we do full funnel, everything from SEO to, you know, the full family of Google ad products, social ads. We we build or optimize, uh, you know, uh, lead generation websites or e-commerce stores. So very, very proficient in in uh, full funnel conversion rate optimization. And we focus on strategy, execution and visibility. So what to do and not to do. Then we get to work doing it. We report on the KPIs uh, and iterate and it's an ongoing cycle with uh, uh, with all of our clients. So, yeah. yeah I like that.
0: You know, I, I love I love the ongoing cycle because I think that's a, a yeah. an issue that no one gets it right out of the gate. And you just gotta test it and prove it and test it, improve it and prove it and improve it and look and looking at that's profits great. too
1: yeah, yeah, you got it. The whole thing is uh, we like to think of it as it's the we're constantly on the pursuit of truth. Uh, and because the internet's this piece of silly putty, the truth kind of is elusive. It's always being molded and crafted. Algorithms change, content changes, products change. what the market wants changes. So it's a it's a uh, it's an iterative process. Uh, and um, obviously it also doesn't hurt the business model because we get into recurring, Monthly recurring, uh, you know, engagements with our clients. So uh, it means uh, you know we remain sticky because we're in there figuring it out over time with our customers. So
0: nice, yeah. I, I mean, and that's it. You're you're part of their business because you're bringing them profits, and you become seen as a profit center versus a cost center. But you've had several successes. Is there one that comes to mind when it comes to the RV side of it?
1: Yeah, I, you know, got to tell the story. You helped us get out there, Ian. Uh, one, one of the things we, we loved about the RV space is that it fit very well with our, our our love of tracking the online customer journey right to the conversion point or the point of sale, uh, because then you can have attribution rate to revenue for your client. And the RV space is interesting because there's software, you know, integrated that we integrate with their with their websites that 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 has inventory for their RV fleet. So these are RV rental companies. You know they have five all the way up to 150 plus RVs in their fleet, and we can track uh, the, the you know so the journey of you know the customer coming from whatever source traffic, organic search to you know or paid or whatever the case may be in terms of coming in right to through to the booking through some software with a partner uh, called Outdoorsy and a, and, a, and some software you know called Wheelbase and. So I guess the, the, the story to tell, we're going back uh, you know a few years um, and, and it didn't hurt, but I, I'll say this story was pre-pandemic actually, but it didn't hurt through the pandemic because the RV rental market did go through a boom. Obviously with everyone having to social distance from people outside of their nuclear family and travel went to the floor. Uh, the the one game in town that that didn't was uh, RV fleet or RV rentals. But but pre pandemic, this story you you helped us tell. We we took a, you know we took a website, rebuilt it, mobile responsive, you know so went from a non non responsive website to a responsive website, integrated wheelbase, uh, put all the proper tracking assets in so we could report on these metrics and um, and then we have year on year comparison data. Um, the, the the organization's called Ondavan, Campervan, uh, the owners in South Florida. and year on year comparison data, like you know, this is pre-pandemic. like bookings went like it was one hundred and forty six percent growth year year on year, tracking the same time period. So, removing sort of anomalistic things like seasonality or whatever it was all it was all the same data comparing same data all the fundamental things that everyone hears about is just you know getting it done but executing it in an effective way and then tracking that so yeah we, we, we love that story we still tell it today we still do a ton of work with uh, with RV businesses uh, all throughout the US and Canada so
0: um, yeah and let's let's walk through I mean 146 percent growth now are you continuing to see that growth? I mean, obviously, not that rate because the pandemic is an outlier. But you know, is there a complete pullback, or are you do you now have consumers for life?
1: I think it, it's not unlike the e-commerce uh, trend in the RV fleet trend. Is that it boomed and through the last couple of years? Uh, digital acceleration. Everyone knows this story. You're seeing you're seeing the growth curve slow. Uh, but not not a decline. You're seeing some people pull back, but it's still way above where it was. So it's still very much, very much a boom time for it. You know, the key thing, I think a lot of the, you know, if if, if you're in the RV fleet, you know, rental business, I think the important thing about the story, and this is this is actually Omar, the owner of Ondevan Campervan, who would say this, is his first version of his site was him building it himself. A lot of these are small to medium business owners. And I've you know been there myself. Those early days, you're so cash strapped. You're trying to do everything yourself. You got to really weigh that against the cost of doing it wrong. And so, like in the story, and it's it's in the video you helped us produce. Iron is you know Omar's talking about. You know he spent six months. He had this graphic designer. He did this himself. His wife did something for him. You know six months later, they produced this site. And um. And and you know they did it with their time. Uh, and it, and it did so much for them, you know, uh, you know, a few years later, they engaged our town. We built it in, uh, they built a new site in like two and a half months. Of course, we charged a fee for this. Uh, but two and a half months later, uh, after it was built and launched, we're tracking, we're tracking growth. Like it, the site more than paid for itself that they invested in with us in two and a half months. Um, so, you know, the message in that story is there's a high cost of doing things yourself, a high cost of kind of patchwork and, and, and piece things together, uh, over longer periods of times, you end up with what you pay for often. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's, that's an important piece of the story. Fast forward into and through the pandemic, you know, capturing a growth curve, you're capturing even more of that growth when these things are done right. Um, you know, we live in the age of, Uh, consumers having zero patience for bad experiences online we've got to shorten the number of clicks we've got to make the data like super clean and clear we've got to make the data you know the information structure look good and you got to have the data uh, the data house in order to know uh, where to invest your marketing dollars and and why so um, you're making smart decisions over time and uh, all that stuff's just fundamental so it's the work we love to do so you know,
0: you got the website out, and I think that's an important thing is like the cost of doing it yourself because I don't think people think of it as a cost. Right? they They think of it as like, I'm saving money, but you're not, are you? Yeah
1: No, that's right. You got to look at it as an investment and then have benchmarks for when that investment needs to return by. Obviously, we're all managing cash flow, we have to make smart decisions, and there's always competing priorities in our businesses. Um, you know, but you got to look at it as an investment. You got to look at it as something that's going to return to you should you put that money in and come up with the justification to make the business case. If you're constantly thinking of cost center and, and you know, saving money, well, often you're doing that uh, at your own expense, uh, which is lost opportunity for capturing customers and your own, your own growth. You know, and the goal, the goal I think of for most entrepreneurs when they're starting their business isn't to get stuck in their businesses grinding to a halt all the time i think the goal for most entrepreneurs is to build uh something that's cash producing provides them the freedom and the lifestyle they want to have and and uh and and to provide for their families that's 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 you know 99% of the dreams no one's trying to start something that ends up being a job that grinds them to a halt so um yeah you got to really think about these things as investments not uh not uh, not just your cost center. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people. I mean, probably anyone that's listening to the show isn't thinking that way, but I think a lot of people look at marketing as this easy thing to do, and it's like, oh, I see yeah. my, I see my niece on TikTok, I can hire her to right. run my TikTok. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my nephew yeah. built this really yeah. cool website. Let's hire my nephew to build the website. yeah totally uh, so what but when you're looking at these things and like let's uh, let's use you know just in general in the RV space where the big mistakes in building yourself like specifically that you saw that you fixed that you see a lot of times in websites and funnels that you fixed in this specific case
1: uh there are many common mistakes. I, I, I think it's changed a little bit in the last several years. Increasingly platforms that uh, sites are built on are uh, mobile responsive or, you know, device agnostic. Uh, uh, Responsive websites. Let's just call them that. So not just mobile, but responsive to whatever device people are accessing. This used to be the most common problem, and it it still is a major problem. You still find websites out there. I mean, I'm I'm going to age myself on the stat, but we're going back uh, we're going back probably five years now. So it's it's certainly improved from this time, but um, it was something like. Uh, something like 65% of, of small to medium sized businesses had a website. So there was still 35% of companies out there that didn't <laughs> even have one. I couldn't believe it when I saw this. And then, and then of those, it was something like, you know, five or 10% were responsive to mobile devices and vast majority of the web traffic now is being, being accessed through smartphones, like 70, 80% of the web traffic in, in, in a lot of places. So Um, Fast forward to now that's less and less of an issue. The bigger issue we find today is most data infrastructures are broken and most companies are getting false data reported on what their, um, you know, attribution to conversion point is put it put another way like how much how much of your, um, you know, sort of conversion traffic converting traffic is is actually attributed to whatever you're doing further up the funnel, Facebook ads or Google ads or, or maybe SEO or whatever it may be. Uh, most sites don't have uh, the proper tagging done. Most uh, are, uh, so tagging just to say like how the site is structured from a data point of view to give clean and clear data on what's happening to the site. Uh, and, um, and then in, and so often we're finding ourselves in projects, our starting point is often the starting engagement is we review the whole site. We're looking at what's happening with the user traffic, where the drop off points are and what's actually being reported from the site so we can attribute what's happening further up the funnel. Like the starting point for marketing today, you know, understanding that marketing is math and you can get the clarity you want to know where and where to make investments and why. Um, It's possible. It just has to be structured correctly and and done right. So, um, you know, so then, so tagging the site and then you work up the funnel and it's either pixel tracking through, you know, Facebook ads and so on, Google Tag Manager, you're making sure all that's set up properly on the Google side. Uh, And and so you've got source to conversion point clear to make decisions from in the future. And uh, so, you know, again, like think, you got to think of these as... Your 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 sites and your ad platforms and your channels. These are assets your business owns. It's assets you're investing in over time, and you make these investments over time because these platforms get smarter about what works to drive uh, the right traffic to your site and convert it for you while you sleep. Like that's like it, it's sort of like we're we're still entering the dream phase of of digital marketing here, so um yeah that's the biggest thing i see today is the data the data house is is often not where it needs to be to help these companies make decisions
0: nice and you it, i agree and it, it's you know it's we're, we're making decisions off of bad data you know we we had keith from segmetrics on and we talked about that like how off some of the google data is or off the facebook data that's being reported to you is and, yeah. and getting the metrics But once now that you've gotten the data in line for some of these RV companies, what, you know, and, you know, I don't know if you have a specific result. What are some of the highest leverage points that you see for them that has worked for you to improve their their marketing?
1: The answer depends. So depends on the goals of the organization. Um, If they're looking for speed, immediate, uh, immediate results. Ads uh, highest leverage point still. You 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 get your ad structure right. So Google Google search for sure in the RV space. The the consumer here is doing a search. They're either finding them through the Google platform or on one of these. Uh, it's like the Airbnb of this category. Uh, one of these platforms, Outdoorsy is a partner of our towns. That's a a platform where RVs get found. So Google search and ads—that's that's the fastest. So that if the goal is speed, you want to have revenue coming like sooner and you know, than, than ads. I personally am a bigger fan of SEO uh, because the leverage point down the road is greater, and the profit from that traffic is higher. It just takes longer to invest in it. Um, if you put all your eggs into the uh, into the ads basket, you're constantly beholden to. How that algorithm changed, what the cost of that traffic is over time, uh, and and you don't control competitive forces and algorithm changes. Um, one thing that consistently shows up as a result, long term, that drives profits is, is is SEO. So if you can get your site ranked properly from an organic point of view, a it's a lot harder for your competitors to unseat you there, and b once you hold those places, you know invariably in this. So I'm I'm sharing like. Okay, we're, we're in business nine years. We've been looking at this data across hundreds and hundreds of, of, of clients, pretty much across the board. SEO traffic is the best traffic for your site. It almost always stays on page longer. It bounces less frequently. It converts at a higher rate. You go right to the conversion point of revenue. They close at an a, a higher average order value. Um, so consistently, organic search traffic is the most trusted uh, you know that, that's the most trusted consumer. Whoever's coming to your site from that place is, it, they just trust your business at a higher level. So get that piece right. Uh, your 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 long-term profitability and growth is more secure. Uh, that the downside of it is it takes longer to invest in it. You gotta you gotta be there putting money in without much of a clear return. Um, actually, I should also just add you're also putting money in without. 100% clarity on the return as well, because as as, as you know, and I'm sure SEO traffic, Google just doesn't let us go from the, the, the absolute source to the absolute conversion point uh, because they want us buying ads. But uh, if you're working with the right shop, you can get to a very, very reasonable, uh, a very short leap of faith, I want to say. like a, It's not that big of a leap of faith to understand what you're doing in SEO is driving to to, to results for you, but it is an imperfect science. Uh, but that, that being said, it's still like, I, I can't stress enough, SEO is one of the best to invest in long-term for, for longer-term leverage and profitability.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%, and it's, it's, yeah. it, while it's unknown long-term, making that investment every day you don't invest in it, the cost of that investment rises too. Because I remember, yeah. right. you know, yeah, I had clients 15 years ago that we had number mm. one for New York City personal injury attorney that were spending like $2,000 a month with us. And now that would cost right. you $70,000 a month. And, right. I, and it's just going to go up.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. It, exactly it, it, right. It, yeah, and in that way, you got to be thinking of it as, it's almost like it's a funny thing where you think about, you know, call it, call it real estate online, you know, where where you're found on the search engines. You got to think of SEO almost like You've got two kinds of expenditures, and I, you know, let's we'll use the word expense. I know we're trying to stress the investment piece, but call it an investment too. You got, but you got CapEx and OpEx. You got capital expenditures, you're investing in things that's an asset that's going to pay off over time. You got OpEx, it's your monthly stuff to drive your your what you need to do do monthly. SEO is often billed by agency as a monthly investment for businesses to make, but you got to really think about as you're capturing real estate, it's almost like a capital expense that pays off long term. Uh, and so it's just like thinking about that in your bucket, or put it another way, it's, like it's, it's owned media. It's not unlike your website. If you do it right and get there, you, you're, you're owning that space. And it's really hard for competitors to, to unseat you once you're there, so.
0: And with on Demand specifically, since you know, you've been working with them for a while, what types of content, because you know, content is really what obviously grows it, what types of content are you seeing working really, really well right now? for them and for the rv space in general
1: yeah it's it's uh you know put your customer into the immersed experience of what you're trying to provide it's video video content without a doubt uh the the best stuff that uh that captures the most attention and converts at the highest rate i like that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought you would <laughs> but it's I'll, true i mean it's, we come come down to it. everything's a human experience right and and uh what, what, are, what are we optimizing for? It's for people. Um, yeah, put, put, put your customer in the experience of what they're buying as best you can when you're marketing your business online and uh, you're on your way. Um, and you know, just remember, like most decisions are made from the emotional part of our brain. So whatever you can do around that piece, uh, you know, and video online is still the best, uh, the best space for that.
0: Nice. And you know, and also, if you want to see this whole case story, we'll put a link to the one we helped develop uh, with Our Town. Put a link to your case story in the show notes, uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, we'll put down below. Uh, so that's great. The video's working well. Awesome. Luke, what's the yeah. best place to follow you?
1: Uh, so I'm on, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. L- LinkedIn is uh, most active on. So just, you know, my name, Luke Holland, and um, I'm there at Twitter, at Luke Holland. Uh, as well so those are the two spots i spend most time in
0: nice and we'll put a link to that in the show notes and our as well as a link to their video if if you want to work with them they're obviously they do cro and e-commerce they work with uh rv rental companies and they know their stuff and they're good people
1: Thanks. and one more website just to check out for the RV folks is ourtownrv That'd be the most relevant for the RV uh, fleet owners in the in the world here. So
0: awesome. Yes, uh, I did not know not about that. I'm sorry.
1: That. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, I could have had a tea before. <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. We just
0: decided to do this. But uh, Luke, thanks so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. I really appreciate this. It was a
1: great story. Yeah, right on. Thanks for having me. Great to see
0: you again. Great to see you. And thank you all for taking Luke and I on your journey. This has been I garlic and the garlic marketing show video. You know, it'll make you an authority. You know, it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the garlic marketing show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course go to storycruise.com/garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the garlic marketing show whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself go to storycruise.com/garlic to get started today
1: that's it for the garlic marketing show if you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Eye and Garlic on Facebook.